You need to get cuz. You fucking scared. Starting route from New York to Philadelphia via 95 South. Proceed to the Cross Bronx Expressway. Good luck. Good morning, you fucking crumb bums. Welcome to the 95 South Podcast. How you doing? Um, I'm running this one today. Let's see how much I can fuck it up. Where are we at? Podcast. You already topics. fucked it up. It's the afternoon, so, you fucking banana. I, well, what do you want to do, cuz? What are some night. guys sitting around at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning listening to this, you stupid fuck? Good morning. Well, well, at two o'clock in the morning is the morning, brother. No, it's not. What if he's been working for three fucking days straight? You ain't wrong. All right, so here's what here's one thing I want to start with, okay? Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Because I've been moving some customer equipment at my job once in a while, and uh, you know, what what what's the opinion on it? You know, like it's. Do you guys take your photos of it if it's fucked up already? Do you do you just kind of ship it and then it was like that when I picked it up, kind of thing? You know, you got any customers you don't like moving stuff for? What's your thoughts on it? Like, we had a guy at my old job, dude. I dreaded moving his shit because it was, it was always a headache. It, well, he went there. It was always a headache. It was never where he said it was. You know, Mike, you're going out on your own now. You're just moving customer equipment only. So, you know, I need your your thoughts on this. You know, have you gotten any jobs lately and been like, dude, this is. Not with like, like I, I've had, I've gone out to pick up like three fifteens, and I get there and it's like a three twenty six, and I'm there with a landall. Like guys, I can't move this with the landall. Yeah, I especially just had one where I delivered the job to the job. It was JFK, and I kind of had a feeling for the rules, which are the rules on the sites. You know, union, a teamster would have to sign in and everything, and um, but that all parts were left out because I had delivered to this job site before about a year ago and I never had any issue. I just, you know, you, you think it's a prevailing wage job or this or that. And it, the problem is when these customers leave things out and they leave it out on purpose because they think they're yeah. going to save some money. They're going to yeah. save some money, you know, not telling me that it's, you know, they say, Oh, it's just a, it's a 30 ton machine. I hate that phone call. Oh, 30 what's the type of machine? What is it? What is the machine yeah. so I can go look it up? You know, I, I I don't know what a Cabelco this and that looks like. I gotta look, I gotta look it up what it's spec'd at. You know, I can't yeah. give you a price on a on moving a, a a 315 to such and such place and then I show up and it's a you know a, a, a 345. You know, yeah. just because you're trying to save money and then I show up and then what I would have quoted you twenty five hundred dollars for is now three grand. You know, just yeah. give the full information to tell me that, I, you know, I need a, a union escort or I need a this or that or I'm going to show up and sit there for three hours now, three hours yeah. and you're going to get banged. You know, the, I'm not going to put prices, but you're going to get my hourly Wait time. Wait time. You're going to yeah. get that. You're going to get that. I, I, I have other things to do. I'm not sitting here for free. You don't you don't stand around for free. It, it's yeah. got to be I'll, I'll you know, if it's if it's something out of your control, I'll give you a little bit of leeway. But things that you knew what would happen, you can't just do that. And, I, you know, I don't want to put too much out here because I am building starting off. I, you know, people know me, but not in the business sense wise. So 
I don't want to mention names, but I there's always types of machines. Like Komatsu's not a bad machines. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand their their little fucking backup alarms that don't shut off. Oh, I know. Especially, you know, it's two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. You're in a neighborhood that's not too favorable and you're trying to do things quietly and you got beep, beep, beep. Or, or the fucking thing hasn't been greased since 1992 and it's squealing and all these other things. Like, come on, just a little bit of maintenance. But, you know, yeah. especially with grease, that's my top thing is like, tracks that are destroyed are the worst uh-huh. my 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 fucking top 10 was sloppy tracks it's you know the guy listening he's gonna know sloppy tracks was a machine that you could put on the trailer and and it, it was doing dog ears flopping off the side of the trailer scraping the ground while it's still on the trailer you, you hate those things and it's 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 always those guys that you get and then you have some customers that are going to treat you like you should be happy to be working for them. Then I have my favorite customers I tell yep. all the time, you know, I, bro, like you could punch me in the face right now. I wouldn't care. You guys are always the most considerate of this and that. And, you know, I'll have them. They, oh, man, sorry. This took so long. What do you mean? It was like 15 extra minutes for you, yeah. bro. For you, and then they're trying to throw you money for lunch. I'm like, calm down, relax. Meanwhile, yeah. other guys should be standing around for an hour, and it's like, uh, just wait, dickhead. Yeah, and um, and Robbie, I'm sure you've dealt with that similar as far as like with the, you get out to a job site, they tell you it needs this, and you got it's like, yo, this needs a foundation kind of thing or what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna just stay on topic with you guys with the machines. As far as like okay. now, okay. I try to like if we're getting something moved by like an outside hall or whatever, I try to make sure that everything is set up so it's as easy for them as possible. If that means leaving a guy on the job to give him a hand or whatever, if I got to give him an escort myself, Jesus I will Christ. because, uh, you know, I was on the other side of it. So I do know, you know, what a fucking pain in the ass it could be, you know, to, to go and do some of these things. And Rob, it's, it's can we start a GoFundMe for Luke to buy some glue? To put Hello. that thing on the fucking Thank wall. Yo, Luke, Luke's fucking place oh, over there, bro. He looks like it looks like he's got lead paint in the Listen, I'm apartment. just happy it's not a pizza box. An empty you know pizza what, box. Like dragon pizza, dude. He'll fucking just flip the pizza box inside out and write his name in Sharpie. <laughs> but yeah, nah. So I, I mean I try I try to do my best. Um, you know, it it's but uh yeah, I mean Going to what you were asking me about people, like they'll call me. I yeah, I get calls all the time. I get people like, oh, uh, yeah, I just need to, um, I just need to fucking do a repair in my backyard. I'll go there and their fucking backyard sunk into the pool. And I'm like, you need a little bit more than a repair, buddy. I need my patio repaired. It's a small patio, and then you show up and it's fucking fifty by thirty type fucking thing. Well, here, yeah. here's what I don't get, right? But you said Is- it was five hundred bucks on the phone. Well, that's the uh, thing. Yeah. They think like like I, I've had gotten out of things, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's a empty dump truck." And you get there, and it's a fully loaded triaxle, and you're like, "I, I got to go get another truck." You wasted your time and mine. And guess what? We got to bill you for it because you you didn't want to give me the right information because you're trying to fucking save a couple shekels, and now look at you, a few shekels. Yeah, or shekels. Yeah. Is it schmeckles or shekels? 
I don't know what it is because I'm I not would English. I think Robbie would know, you know, since he wears I, the I old mean, man hat. He, you know, the, he, I, I'd say it's a from that few generation. clams. A few clams. Clams. There's all different words yeah. for it. Bro. I mean, Fucking I just my, my uncle, my uncle, the Irish. It's only a few slices of Taylor ham. This fucking guy, bro, he's like, yo, how much is it? Is it a yard? I'm like, a fuck, what the fuck are you talking about, a yard? I'm like, he talk, he's talking about like 100 bucks. I'm like, yeah. this guy's fucking out of his mind. I'm like, what the fuck, Bro, dude? I love it when people, when they come out and they want to use all office terminology, and meanwhile, they think they're fancy because they just Googled it last week and they want to fit in on the crew now. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's um, like my thing is, go ahead. It's it's yeah it it could be tough I mean because I we live in a world now especially with me like I get calls for estimates for commercial and they like they want me to give them a price over the phone they're like can you measure it with Google I'm like dude I'm like we have to get out to check the conditions I'm like because like yeah everything might be all well and good but then I might get to where it's got to be and your whole fucking I got to come there can't leave trucks there there's no parking there's no nothing I got to get permits there's a bike lane. So, you know, in, in this world, I think everybody, there's certain things that will never go remote. And I think that people need to fucking understand that, that we're not, everything is going to be remote or automated. And there's still going to be things that people are going to have to go out and be a, you know, a grunt and go do, you know, and that's like, you know, you can't use Google view and then you fucking show up and it hasn't been updated in 10 years. We're trying to, I'm trying to implement like a lot more technology into the company. Um, I'm trying to, you know, make the estimates easier, make the billing, the invoicing and everything. So I started looking into like some CRM stuff and we have one now that we're using, but it's a little antiquated. So I, I'm just trying to bring us into, you know, the digital space and just try to get us to, you know, make it, uh, things a little bit easier because we don't have to stay stuck in the stone age and write estimates on the stone tablet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But here's the other problem though, is like, you get a lot of these, it's like the weirdest thing in the world. You got these uh, construction influencers, dude. And they're like, I'll show you how to make a million dollars in six months if you stick to my program. And they're like, oh, you want to get your roof done? Yeah, we'll just measure it on Google and stuff. And I, I think it's highly misleading. And it's yeah, almost the guy's still like living a in trap. his mom's basement. Yeah, exactly. It's almost a trap. You know what I mean? Like, like what you do, yeah. Rob, like with the, with the, with the, the hardscape and stuff, dude, you... I can't call you and say, cuz, listen, the studio apartment needs a fucking retaining wall. <laughs> I can't send you photos. You know what I mean? I mean, you just say, cuz, are you is, out of your mind? With these influencer people, like, I get it. Um, you know, every everything's a hustle. Like, I'm from New York, so I know that, you know, everybody up here is trying to make a dollar. Everybody's trying to make, but you know what? When it comes down to doing certain things, certain people just should stay the fuck out of things and don't even try it because like a lot of the jobs that I go to, like, and it's, I don't even want to say this, but I'm gonna, I fix fuck ups for a living. That's, that's how I make my money yeah. because there's so much. How, how can I put this in a nice way? There's so many unqualified contractors that are out there that are doing work. And those are the guys that absorb most of the calls because you get customers that like want to, they, everybody wants a bargain and I'm always the first yep. one to say, I'm not the cheapest, but you will get the right job. And just the hardscaping alone, like I'll go, I'll give a price. And then this guy's uh, you know, he's a couple grand cheaper and they're like, oh, well it's a big difference. I'm like, yeah, 
he's probably not going to give you a concrete base. I said, you know, we do the concrete. I just sometimes I could even lay the concrete on the, you know, the pavers on the fucking concrete. That's how fucking good the base is. But, you know, a lot yeah. of, you know, a lot of people out there, they want to make the quick money. And, you know, I guess if that's what they want to do, but I pride myself in not having callbacks for fuck ups. And if we do, we go out and we fix them right away. We don't treat that customer, you know, in a bad way yeah. that, you know, they feel like they're getting pushed to the side. I go out there myself. I do a lot of stuff myself if we have to. It's very minimal, but, you know, it happens. I just, you know, yeah. I don't like the whole, you know, trying to get people yeah. to buy your course and do this it's and like do me. that. You know, it's just, I, I wouldn't guys do that. If somebody needs for, help, uh, I'd help you know, them. Yeah. You but. to come move a big machine and a guy with a Volvo shows up, you know? <laughs> I mean, look, man, that's like my big thing with like the customer and the customer machines. I mean, I've had so many machines that I've gotten out to and it's dead and you have to call your customer and be like, listen, like this machine's dead. And they're like, well, it wasn't dead the other day. Like, well, right. what, what, what would I have done in trying to start it to kill it? And then you finally get a phone call from their foreman. And he's like, oh, yeah, by, by the way, because, you know, they're hiding shit from their boss. They don't want their boss to know. And they'll be like, hey, hey you should have called me. Um, You got to jiggle the the you got to jiggle the wire and then you got to like a Nintendo cartridge. You got to blow into this. And then you're like, well, listen, like you got to rub you, your head three times. Yeah, stand pat on your one belly. Leg. Yeah. <laughs> well, like and sing and the it, alphabet backwards. Yeah, and it's like, I know you're hiding something from your boss, which is fine. I get it, dude. Shit happens on these job sites. But, dude, like, if that's the case and you know that machine's getting picked up, call the shop, say, hey, can you have the driver call me? I'm the foreman. I'm the operator, whatever. And then I'll call you and you say, look, man, the machine's this, this, and this. Can you please do this before you before you get there? I'll, I'll even meet you out there. But they don't do that. And then you call their boss. And then they're bent with you when you get there because they're like, well, I got screamed at. I don't know what to tell you. You got screamed at because you're hiding shit. How's yeah, that but my a lot problem? of the times it's these office people or the guys that don't show up to the job sites. And, you know, they've known since Monday that the machine was leaving on Thursday and they didn't tell anybody until Wednesday night at 730. Yeah. You know, hey, such and such is coming at 5 a.m. to pick up that machine. And he's like, well, you know, the, the machine hasn't moved. But they won't tell the, the guy who's moving it. They'll they'll just be like, oh, let him figure it out in the fucking morning, you know? Yeah. And then they want to fight the bill. Right. Well, I had to tack on another. My old job, it was like, I think, 150 an hour for a land all. Dude, they're like, you get there, you're like, oh, well, why is it 750 bucks? It's only a four-hour run. Yeah, well, my driver had to sit there for an hour and 15 minutes to get the machine started. My guy showed up and they were still digging a hole with the machine. Yep. He yeah. asked me to wait five I, minutes and it turned into an hour and a half or three hours. Exactly. It's I, always I like that. These guys want to, you know, a, finish up last minute or they lied to their boss and said it was done yesterday. Yeah. The best was one time I pulled up to a job and I pulled up to a job. We weren't doing the, we weren't doing the site contract and there was another company doing it. And a friend of mine was doing the, uh, he was moving the, the machine. So the kid gets there to move the machine. It's about six thirty in the morning, and uh, we're just getting—we were getting to the site. And um, before the thing goes on the truck, he's like, "Yo, he's like, can you wait a little bit? I got to set four drywalls." <laughs> he had the kid waiting there for him. Like, yo, dude, if you know you got to set the fucking drywalls, like, why? 
are you moving the fucking equipment? Like, just let the kid go. Like you're killing his day now, but it's like, it's, I guess for us, it's so not uncommon and we're so used to it that we're just like, all right, like whatever. It's not really like a big deal, but I mean, you know, yeah. Now, like I'm not a big fan of surprises either. Like when I give a price for a job, I try to give as complete of a price as I can for the work that's specced out. Some people don't. Some people give like yep. a price and they'll give a, you know, a cheap quote, but it's not including everything. It's not including this, it's not including that. So I try to be as complete as yep. I can. And then, you know, obviously there's always things at the end, customer adds in or they want to change, but you know, I try to make it as clear cut as possible. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. People just have no yeah. consideration, I guess, anymore, especially for like, you know, you know, anybody else's time. It's always about them, you know, and then you fuck up everybody else's day. Yeah, but well, some yeah. guys just work super fucking slow and they don't care and they're so used to their slow pace. They don't care that the guy that just showed up to the job site to pick up the machine has four other things to do. And, you know, they told their boss they only needed two hours to complete something and you show up at 930 like you're supposed to. And you don't leave till one o'clock and, you know, they don't realize that, you know, this guy had other shit to do. It was supposed to be done. Uh Uh-huh. Well, my old job, the the, the guy I was talking about, he would pay on net 90 billing. And then, like, would complain about the bill when it came time to pay it. It's like, yo, look, listen, like, you got your machine moved today. I got to wait 90 days. Like, just, like... You're either damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, look, if you don't want to pay the bill, then find someone else to move your shit, but no one else wants to wait 90 days. 90 days is out of control. You know what I mean? Talking about a quarter of the year. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know. That's just, like, when it comes to that my stuff, like, too, all that. some of the, the payment terms and shit, like, that's why... You try to like figure out what it's going to be from the beginning. So it's as clear cut as you could be because some customers really just aren't worth floating fucking 90 days, to be honest with you. You know, that there's just some customers no, that aren't doing no. the volume that I rather not fucking float them. And I'm like, nah, listen, I'm like, it's, you know, 50% down, you know, net 30. Like, that's it. You know, I, I you know, that's me. But, um, you know, you got to do whatever works yeah. for you. But some people, you know, like I know some people that run their companies on fucking hopes and dreams and and promises and, you know, and the barter system. I hate the barter system. I don't barter. I don't like bartering. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Borrowing Peter to pay Paul. Exactly. We don't do that. But, yeah, you know, and that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about, speaking of machine moves is like uh, permits, pulling permits, doing all that stuff, just because, you know, recently I've been putting a couple spots, you know, where a permit was needed, and I kind of refused to do it because it's going 55 miles down the 295, and I'm like, I don't really want to do that. So like I don't know like where where are you at where are you at on that like Mike like with pulling permits in the sense of like okay like if it's going within the five boroughs I understand like you guys you guys don't really like to do them but like and, and don't say that nothing that, like that would do it. it's just they make it so virtually impossible to get a permit that it, it it's redundant to 
get one. You're going to wait three days for a site survey and I mean, a, a road survey and all these other things. And, you know, there's something that's so simple to you. They're going to want a police escort and a this and a that. And you can only do it during certain times, you know, or, you know, you're going to go do that down 295. And you have to just take it into account if it's, yeah. if it's for your employer, you yeah. know, uh, you have to understand, like, all right, you're going to go do that. They're the ones that are liable. If they're sending you to yeah. do it, you're going to get pulled over and, you know, it could go two ways. They could either they'll they'll take care of all the tickets and all that shit. And that's fine. Corporate yeah. substitution, get it out of your name. And, you know, that's what they sent you to do. And uh, and it's if they pay you enough, do they pay you enough? to take risks and, you know, do those type of things that are going to be, you know, extremely stressful. You're going to have to, you're still going to be worrying about it the whole time and yeah. it's going to burn you out. Or if you're an owner operator and you're going to take that, the customer needs to pay up. You know, they wanted that tomorrow done and, you know, you, you got to charge them in a manner that's going to be beneficial, beneficial for them that they're they're saving because yeah. they they don't have to pay extra for the me getting permits and all these other things or the fact that they need it done yesterday and yep. I got to do it now the way I, I would sneak it over mm -hmm. but in in the driver's sense too you're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out you're gonna you know start taking on risks and all these other things and maybe you know or if it's a company that is a big shot and they've they have all their guys that do it all the time like that. Then, and, and all of a sudden you start saying, I'm not going to do it. They're going to be like, all right, you know, um, you know, we'll give this guy a little bit longer, but we're not going to be dealing with him much longer type of a thing. But you're going to have jobs that do that type of shit and expect you to do all these things. And some people give it their full effort and go crazy and do all these things and all these things for the wrong type of job, the wrong company. You know, wasting their years. And I want to say to the, the younger generation is don't fucking burn yourself and kill yourself for these jobs that make you feel like you they care and that they don't. Because I learned in my younger years, man, these guys don't give two shits. They'll toss you to the side any fucking minute. You do yep. everything for them, taking big risks and all that shit, and they throw you to the side. It's, it's, you gotta just, you gotta just make your money and hold on to it and fucking not let these people give you false hopes and promises and types of things. And right. it's, I, I've had multiple, you know, from when I switched into that career, it, these guys, you know, make you think you're your friends and friends. That was my problem too. Your loyalty. Loyalty will make you stay and stay and stay. Yeah. And then they don't give two fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Some places, you know, even, I mean, even like on a bigger I've scale. I've had like issues even... with. Go ahead, Luke. Oh, go ahead, Cozzy. Oh, I thought it froze. It looked like <laughs> it froze. Neither ahead, one of you Luke. were moving. No, I mean. I, no, go ahead. I Seriously, go I hear what Mike's saying, and even, you know, more so with the union, there's a lot of fucking, they sell you a broken Sicilian dream. Ah, 
you come here <laughs> two years, you're going to be the former man. And then his cousin, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fabio, comes from the old country. And then he comes in and he's asking me, who is this 401k? Why does he take $100 out of my check? And that's the guy that's the former man. Yes. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> the best way to make it, I mean, listen, not everybody, there's, everybody's different. I mean, for me, the best thing for me to do was to do my own thing. I excelled more. I did better on my own than I did anywhere else. Um, that's what I liked the most. But you know, there's an ass for every seat. So you have to, you know, see, you know, what it is that you want to do and, and everything. But, you know, a lot of times, even with, you know, like what Mike was saying with these jobs, like with guys that like want things done yesterday and the permits, they are making everything virtually impossible. Um, with us, I know with the building department, they were trying to push for this shit online, everything online, online, online. And you know, when COVID happened, it was the perfect opportunity for them to do it. And they rolled their program out and they fucking screwed us all because the system wasn't ready to go. And, you know, there was a lot of issues and lapses and they would, the way that they were renewing licenses, like, you know, they, they were screwing everything up and they make it so impossible that like we were able to, from, I think like up until like 2007, we were able to put houses up in like six to eight months from like demo foundation to people moving in. It's like 18 to 24 months now because of all the permits and the jerk jobs and the, the inspection for this and this, and, and you got to come here on this date. You got to do a blow door test. We got to do this test. And you got to, you got to do an efficiency test to make sure that your house is, is efficient and it's green and you could stick your green thumb up your ass, but they don't give a shit about, you know, what it costs. And it, it, all it does is essentially just drives the price of everything up. And that's why everything's so expensive, Yeah, you know, to, especially to build today. You go to build a house today, like just bend over because it's not even, it's not even fun. Yeah. I, I think I heard someone say maybe it was you or something, but the cost to build a house in New York is like what it costs in other States, like to build a fucking office building by square foot price. So I'll give like you the this. equivalent you know um, what I mean? it, it, on the, on the low end, on the very low end of the spectrum, it'll cost you to build a house a residential. It'll cost you anywhere from three fifty, three hundred fifty dollars a foot to about like six something a foot on the high. And that's like 600 is like on the high end, like gold plated toilets, like Fosachi floors and all kinds of shit. You know, that's, that's like what you're spending. Yeah. But, it's a lot of money, dude. It, it just, you know, and then you got the land. You got to buy the land. So you might buy a house in some areas that's a bomb knockdown and it costs you like 400 for the land. And then it's going to cost you 800 to put the house up. So you're going to be into it for one, two, eight. Yeah. One, two. It's, it's a yeah. lot of money. You know, I mean, you know, even with making, you know, good money in New York, like a lot of people struggle, you know, it's, it's not easy. They just. Yeah. They get their VIG. They get their VIG on everything. Well, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, everything's it's, out of control price wise, man. So, but yeah. So, yeah, I'll never, I'll never I mean, understand that shit, dude. I don't know. Dude, what's going on with that couch, bro? Did the fucking cushion break or something? Because it looks like you're on the fucking floor. Because I, I, I broke the legs. I don't even want to know how <laughs> you broke the, the fucking apartment. legs. 
I really don't know how. I don't want to know how, no. but <laughs> I guarantee Luke's mattress is on the floor. No, it's not. It's not on the floor. I got a nice little bed frame for it. Cause a nice little milk crates underneath it. Luke's Luke. No, got, this uh, thing's classy. It's not big. Case, Case gave Luke a CX three fifty. A CX three fifty car bed. No, they gave him a box car bed. Yeah. The... <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. But yeah, I mean it's out of control, bro. The fucking prices of everything. So Yeah, it's it's gotten but, pretty crazy, you know. But uh Mike, how's your uh, first now, couple of weeks been going? Oh yeah, how is that going? Honestly, I I hate giving the song and dance of, you know, it's the winter. And everybody keeps giving me the same thing of, you know, it's the slowest winter they've ever had type of a thing. But I'm not one of those super optimistic type of person. I'm a pessimist. And and I didn't know I just scrambled that word. Um, But I feel it's going to happen. It's going to take off. But right now it's just really sucking one or two a week, you know, type of thing. But, you know, when you talk to people and you look around and it's really nobody's nobody's doing much you know things aren't being transported through job sites and guys i guess either scheduled things you know for the the winter to be slow not knowing if it was going to be a cold winter or whatnot and they didn't really they didn't really take into account that they could have got more done or whatever or moved on to the scheduled the next job site for january 15th because they weren't expecting mid-february type of things or it's just it, it it's kind of sucking right now. Yeah, it's very I, um, very sucky. It, I always I'm I'm like the same as you. I don't like to always say like oh it's slow. There's I don't like to say that there's a slow time of year, but I definitely have noticed. And I saw this the other day, and I was shocked. Um, one of the bigger concrete companies around here, the whole fucking plant was closed the other day during the week, like not the holiday. But we know like winter's after. always slow, but and. Yeah. You know, I mean, with all the, there's a lot of building going on and I know that they're doing a lot of concrete. So for them to close down that plant and have everything parked, I was like, what the fuck is really going on, bro? You know, you got to say to yourself, you got like 20 trucks. It's very parked, weird right now. You know, and, and I was like, fuck, that was like a big eye opener for me to, to see that. And, um, I was like, damn, I, I just, you know, it just really wasn't a good sign to me. I mean, but you know. I don't know. You know what we got to do? We got to pop the blue pill and, and start going into it, it's the economy because Biden and the this and the dead. And oh, I thought you were talking China about China taking over. I thought you wanted to give Biden like a blue rhino from the gas station. He'll probably get taller. Yeah. Did you see that thing? I saw something on Facebook. He's like, oh, the key to 81 years of marriage is good sex. And, and then what the fucking Trump Jr. is like, yeah, fucking the country. Yeah, he goes, yeah. Like, he goes, oh shit. Trump Jr. goes, fucking the entire country doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. No, it fucking, I, you know. That guy gets about as hard as a sweatshirt. You know what I mean? Fucking loser. I've had winters that, that, that weren't, you couldn't even tell it was fucking winter. It was so busy. And then, you know, yeah. things just started dialing down. And all of a sudden, you're, you know, it's going to be March 15th. And, you know, everybody's done with their taxes and let's go fucking smoke some crack and schedule job sites type things. But, but 
this, this is like one a mile. even when, if you're just going around the city man everybody's just cruising along sitting around like almost i don't want to sound horrible but like you feel like you're in a fucking beginning of a recession like it's just about to kick in something's bad about to happen you know something bad is you know somebody's gonna start fucking up and some bills are not gonna get paid and then it's just gonna trickle down to the little guy the, something, you know, and, and something this has been up man you it's know been a pretty mild winter it hasn't really been that cold as I mean, far as yeah weather wise what did we ha- up here in yeah, northeast we, i know philly's different but um two snowstorms three snowstorms yeah we had about yeah, we two had significant well. and we've Couldn't had like two snowstorms yeah we had two significant and we had like Squaw. two bullshit yeah you know and i just i don't know i don't know you know what it is but hopefully i mean listen every year it does pick back up the scariest thing, though, that I've seen, and I'm sure that you guys have seen this, too, is in the last couple of years, how many mom and pop businesses that, you know, I supported like my whole life and a lot of them are closing. And to see that, like a lot of the next mm-hmm. generation, yeah, like, a lot we of can't the, control that, though. A lot of the kids like don't want to take the businesses fuckers. over. And, you know, it's 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 pretty sad to see, you know, Um but, you know, you got to just if you have something like that, you got to just try to keep the fight alive, man. You got to just keep the candle lit. You know, I, I, that's the best. But it's not even that, man. It's 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 a lot of these big companies from middle of nowhere, Nebraska or whatever. You know, you look at these, you know, you're talking about concrete companies and U.S. concrete buys out a whole bunch of guys. They're like the fucking Walmart of, you know, this and that. You can't survive like that when, you know, Joe Schmo. Uh, is doing concrete for whatever eighty dollars a yard or some shit, and meanwhile, Nebraska company don't care about if they make ten cents on the thing because they're gonna use the whole thing of coming in underbidding everybody, making pennies and not caring because they have the the huge capital, but they know in you're you, they know that the local guy is only gonna survive two years of it and then be out of the picture. And then once that guy's out of the picture completely, they jack their prices back up and make their money. Well, the other thing too, with the big companies like that is they get a lot of their supplies. I know they get it in bulk. So they get a a wholesale price on, yeah, I guess if you're talking about concrete, they'll get a wholesale price on sand on Portland cement and and stuff like that. So instead of like, you know, Joe Schmo buying like, you know, 200,000 yards uh, a year, you got um, you know, this other company, you know, he's buying like 200000 a month. Buys 200000 a fucking day. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's why they could keep their prices low and their yeah. profit margin is probably still the same, but it's, it's, it's fucked up, you know? So Yeah, and it's, it's, it's what's the point at the end of the day? What's the point so, of going through all that stress and all that other stuff and you could just retire and new york has really been strong on not really national companies coming in here you know you you go down to florida or down south and whatever and you all of a sudden you're you're walking into you know some random stupid thing fish and bone grill or some stupid shit like that you never even you don't know that that's a a national chain you've never seen that in your life but you go outside of New York, there's all types of things like that. I didn't know what a fucking Sonic was until a few years ago type of thing. It's yeah. 
these these national companies are starting to weasel their way in. And I, I'm sorry to say it to some people, it's just like when they killed the mob, they killed the real New York. You know, they killed. They it, it could suck that those people were doing that shit, but the money stayed here. The money stayed here. Look at the dump trucks, bro. I'm gonna get hate on this one, but look at the dump trucks. It's how many? What is it? Not even ten percent are actually New York companies. They're all some Jersey, Pennsylvania guys that are coming here and doing all this shit because they could do it for nothing because they can pay, you know, five hundred dollars to dump the load out in the middle of some guy's farm in Pennsylvania. You know, you, you can't compete with that shit. These guys could do it for nothing. New York, New York is dying. Look at these construction companies are from other states. How is it that other companies you can look and it's like this guy and you look them up and they're from fucking Iowa something. You can afford to, you know, transplant guys over here, hire all these other guys. Meanwhile, this guy who's down the block can't do that. He got underbid. And I understand we charge more for certain things, but it's because we have to survive here. You got, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, what, look at what, remember what Hurricane Sandy with all the guys that were lifting the houses that were from out of state. Oh, yeah. They were all over, bro. Like, they were all and I under not, you know. Yeah. Not one of them was from, like, up here. They were, like, you know, down south, Midwest, and they worked here I for almost I understand that's their specialty. We don't know nothing about hurricanes. Right. But that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was I mean, definitely nuts. I I think also, like, out in the Midwest, dude, they have no unions, dude. Like, they really don't. Like, they got, like, they got, like, well, operators and, and like, electricians have, for, like, the oil I'm gonna, field. I'm, gonna, and then, I'm actually going to stop you there. They do all, for the most part, have unions. Yeah. But the presence of the yeah. union and these states is all different. Some of them are a lot bigger than others. Yeah. Some of them are not. And you got to remember, some of the states are right-to-work states. And, you know, some of them are pro-union and some of them are really yeah. not. I mean, it, it all depends on where you go. Um, it's, it's the strength of them. They're, they're, yeah. it, it, guys are going to get all angry about this, but the unions are dying. And it sucks because – and I'll just – you know, this is just my area. But New York City, you know, they had strength. They had, you know, ability to stop things. They had, you know, respect. And some guys were still stuck in that ways of how the union controls everything and this and that. And maybe it sucked, you know, but they had strength to be able to do things. And in the long run, it kept the money local. It kept the money local, you know, at least. Yeah. Everybody, but now here it is, is these guys up higher up and everything, they're getting paid off. You know, they, they fucking got, they got, you know, they can look the other way that this guy's, you know, subbing out his things to non-union guys because he don't care because he's getting, you know, his mortgage has been $4 a fucking month because it's getting subsidized by some random fucking company out of, you know, nowhere. And, and, and that's why I bring back the mob thing was just like back then, you know, at least you'd be stupid. Yeah, you, you would have had to hit them off with a, a piece. But at least, you know, you had work and not some random guy could come in and, and do the same thing. You know, it, it's it's fucking sucks with this shit. Now, there's you you, you want to do local stuff, but, you know, you want to buy a, a, a septic ring. 
or or pre-made foundation. You you're not getting it from here. You're getting it from the middle of nowhere because they can afford to do it because there's no control of who you're using anymore or anything. It's just yeah. whoever has the cheapest bid. And yeah. it's the same thing with trucking, same thing with construction. It's who's willing to do it the cheapest because it's not just about integrity or, you know, using your your friends, companies and things like that. It's it's just about whoever is the cheapest thing because yeah. There's no guys moving up in the companies anymore. It's just, you know, oh, this guy has a degree in such and such and fucking fuck. And we'll, you know, put him in charge. Meanwhile, Johnny, who's been here for 15 years running the job site. Yeah, he should just be happy he still has a job. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I will say this about unions, though, is they do a phenomenal job of regulating pay in the area. So, like... Philly, pretty union heavy, Bucks County, Montgomery County, and Delaware County, they're all pretty union heavy, which means there's always that option, right? So like what I mean by it regulates it is it's like, okay, like I'm a driver. I could be in the back of my head always like, yeah, like I'll, this job sucks. I'm not making any money. I'll eventually just go and try and keep keep trying to get into a union and just get in where I can. And what that does is that causes a lot of these non-union companies to say, you know what? Okay, I can't pay your health insurance, but I could pay you $2 an hour more than the union would pay you starting. And then we'll work something out. Whereas like, dude, you go to like Lancaster and like the middle of Pennsylvania, dude, where like there's no union presence. There's unions, but there's no real presence, right? So what it happens right, is- you they got five members. Yeah, you got guys that are like, you got those five guys who love being in the union because they get sent all over the state to work. But then other guys are like, oh, I don't want to be in a union. They're lazy, which is not true. But like, let's just say hypothetically, if I could get paid three fifty an hour more and do a third of the work, why would you not want to do that? Like, like you, like you said, why do you want to kill yourself for a company that's not going to do anything if you die, but post your job a week later? There's always going to be – see, I know from union guys who are, you know, dead set in the – all right, it's say, say machine moving. They pull up. I'm not touching that machine. That's the operator's job, this, this, and that. And then there's going to be guys that are just willing to work with, and they see a non-union guy. They're not going to go harass the fucking guy. There's no. always There's always different type of people, but it's – and I lost my train of thought while you were saying that. It's just that um, it's there's always difference, and it, it it's it sucks now. And you like the union, and they're working that way because it should be a certain way. You shouldn't be actually killing yourself to do the things, and they get comfy with that way. But there's going to be the companies that don't give two shits about you in the long run. They will. Yeah. And it's oh now I remember it's it's they could go and do the loads for a thousand dollars a piece, but they're gonna have you know and whatever you could say PC or not this is they're gonna have Julio's Trucking who comes in and, and will do the load for five hundred dollars because he learned the game because of these these companies that are they had guys at say thirty five dollars forty dollars an hour driving that dump truck for years. And then some some guy who just came in, and we have this, a lot of people are coming in to this country 
you know, getting their license and willing to drive that truck for $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. But then that guy who used to own 10 trucks has now all guys who are doing it for cheap, 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 and he's making his money, and all of a sudden the trucks are starting to fall apart and this and that. Nobody's taking care of shit. But then all of a sudden one day he's out of business because the guy who he originally hired was just playing the game, learning all of his customers and doing all that. And then he went out and bought his own truck and stole all of his customers. And you see it on repeat and repeat and repeat. Look at the landscapers. Look at landscapers. They were, you know, they hired day laborers like crazy. You know, all right, why would I hire this this guy who's, you know, whatever for $25 an hour when this guy will work for $100 a day? And then all of a sudden, two years from now, that guy who was working for $100 a day owns five trucks and all of his cousins are working for him. And the guy who owned the company is is nowhere to be found anymore because they, yeah. they killed themselves. Their greed killed themselves in the long run. You know, it's the same thing in trucking right now. You're seeing these guys. Mm-hmm. You're seeing them nonstop. These guys are killing themselves. And that's why I, I try to stay into the specialty stuff. People don't want to touch that. Yeah, and, but the specialty of, stuff, dude, is like is kind they, of weird, too. They have a little bit of integrity. They're not willing to throw some random guy in it. It's always the companies that are willing to throw random guys into their trucks that run the shittiest trucks and are always crying poverty. It's it's you got to do what you got to do at the the end of the day and do whatever work is available. But when you you do fucking dime a dozen work, you're going to have dime a dozen workers there. there, Anybody's going to be willing to do it. Anybody's going to be able to cut undercut you. Yeah, but I saw like so like you talk about like what we do, right? Dude, I can't tell you how many times I see some of these guys come out here with like RGNs, like with with no hydraulics in them. Right. And a shitty Volvo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, but they'll pull they'll pull up and they'll put a fucking sixty-five thousand pound magni on a a thirty-five ton trailer, which is fine, but you're only got you only got five axles and you're running down the road and it's like there's no integrity in some of these guys that are doing that. They come here and they like, you know, it 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 doesn't matter. Look, I don't care where they're from. Like the the issue is is like People come here, whether they're from Spain, Russia, Italy, wherever, right? They come here and it's like, yo, like, I get it. You're able to operate at a way cheaper price, but also you're, you're fucking a perfect example, right? And like when that guy in Colorado rolled all the way down that hill and killed those people, you remember that? And they were trying to give him like 110 years. Yo, it was oh, like, yeah, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, so like, here's the thing. I'm not, I, I believe everybody's entitled to the American dream, but yeah, you got to like th- these trucking schools, dude, they're taking people and they're not even like, yo, like, yo, sit them down and be like, listen, I don't care if you know what this sign means in your native language, but you need to tell me what it means. So that way I know you're not going to go out there and kill somebody. So I don't there, care. God, there's two ways I look at that. Yeah. There's driver responsibility for that. And there's company responsibility for that. Yes. These companies go and will just send, you know, their random guy to go do that thing in a different area that he has no clue because they've sent 15 guys there and they're willing to send, you know, their their, their newest employee over there. It's their 
you know, they should know that they can't just send some guy over there who has no clue of, you know, this area, you know, you got to be able to, you know, know that this hill's going to all of a sudden just drop down in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. on the driver's side, yeah, you need to, yeah, it's, it's been long debated. You got to be able to read the signs and tell you this and that and all these other things. But it's the government who's allowing you to take the test in multiple different languages. And meanwhile, deep down in their rule book says that it's part of the requirement to be able to read and read and speak English. But yet nobody enforces that. But then no, but when they like, do, they get looked at as racist. But it's like, dude, well, you know, it, it, you you could have prevented that guy going over the five ton bridge if he knew it, that it, it said you can't go over it in a five ton bridge. Meanwhile, his company put him in that area with their shitty GPS that said to go down that road. Yeah, you're not wrong there. And, you know, it, it's these guys there. It's yeah. the, the low boards tough. and the double brokering thing makes the, these people willing to step into a different area and you know they, they they're stuck having to do that you know they're stuck you know coming up to uh, from Des Moines and coming out here and not realizing and they're stopped stuck in the middle of the road not knowing that a, a New York sign it, it, that says 12-6 is really 13-6 and it's not their fault mm -hmm. it's it's everywhere else in the country. Why does New York have the weirdest fucking thing? And everybody gives a different reason. But just get on the same page as everybody else, man. Yeah. Well, and that also brings – that's perfect because that brings us to the next subject of, like, the worst city slash state to drive in, in your personal opinion. So I want to – I want to hear both your guys' opinions because you guys drove and – or you drive and – Robbie drove. I mean, I know I hate Jersey. That's um, my opinion. Jersey, it's like you you can't, you know. I said this in a in a different episode, and I I don't know what it is. And a lot of people hate New York, but and it's always you know what you know and what you're used to. But I don't understand Jersey's layout. Yeah. I don't fucking get their yeah, spaghetti I, highways. I I'm Man, gonna probably have to go with Jersey too. I'm gonna have to go with Jersey too yeah. because New York. They're just um, we're used to it. I would probably not like driving in New York if I wasn't from New York, but I think being used to it and kind of knowing how everything is and just it, just knowing that it's just it's just going to be a nightmare. You you already prepare yourself for the worst. Jersey, I feel like even locally, yeah. like everything's a highway, and to me, like it's not like me running to the store and going down a boulevard like. It's a fucking highway. The speed limit is like 50. And then you got to make a left to yeah. make a right. It, it just doesn't make sense. It just, I don't get it. You there, Robbie? Yeah, I think we just Both got a... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You. Jersey, did you hear, you hear what I said or no? Yeah, but Jersey, you get off at the exit. You think it's your exit. No, I didn't hear what you said. And then all of a sudden, it's, it's five oh, other exits merging together. Wait, let Robbie say what he said. I didn't hear what he said. Oh, because Lukey, you didn't hear it? I basically said, I said, I'm going to have to go with Jersey like Mike. No. And he says, I really would want to say New York, but I said, I'm from here, so I'm used to driving here. I said, but Jersey, I says, everything kind of feels like a highway to me. You know, nothing in Jersey really feels like it's, yeah. everything's like all highway. Um, I feel like you got to make like a left. Yeah, everything's to make a on right. a fucking interstate. 
you know, and it's just yeah. everything that they do is it's so close to New York, but yet it's so different, you know, even Connecticut, Connecticut's the same shit. But I love New York, dude. I love when I would get sent to like Brooklyn or the Bronx or fucking because it, it, it it's it's very easy if you just like, hey, if you have friends that live up there. But if you just like look at the signs, dude, it's very like. Do not get on here if you're in a truck. You know what I mean? It's like Jersey, you're like, you'll drive. You'll be going down a road. And then out of nowhere, it's like no trucks over four tons. You're like, I'm a half a mile down this road. Right. The but, the, the parkway there. It's like it's you've been driving on it for how long now? All of a sudden, it's no trucks. It's either yeah. no trucks or nothing. Don't. And then there's no exit to get off. You get off at the exit and you're dumped in the middle of Route 9 over there. And it's like, all right, now I have to figure the fucking thing out because all of a sudden you said no trucks. Meanwhile, if you had let us go a couple more exits, we would have been on the Jersey Turnpike. It's yeah. fucking stupid. And Robbie, you know how like um you know how like Chinatown Little Italy is? Those yeah. tiny, tiny streets. Philly yeah. over there mm -hmm. by like Pat, South Philly, all of that. It's all the fucking same. You can't even drive a pickup truck down those roads. Yeah. You're yeah, I, I, you got to drive up on the curb. Um, but we here's the doing, thing about Philly, dude, is like. We were milling that, and paving during COVID and they had all these outdoor dining things set up and it was a fucking joke. <laughs> while we were working and while we were like cutting the street, fucking people like over here, like having fucking. Linguini bolognese and fucking here comes the road tech. Deep, 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 deep. Fucking cutting. They had a fucking playful. Instead of hey, you want some grated parmesan? You want yeah, you some want road some. Dust? You, you want you want some shaved millings in your fucking bolognese? It's fucking. So I mean, it, it just was stupid. Like, and I remember You're fucking chewing it. I think I have a fucking video on my yeah. phone. I was like running a loader. I was running like a nine thirty, and like just to get through Little Italy, like some of these things were so squeezed in. I would have to like lift the fucking bucket up full of material, like over all these fucking dining sheds to kind of like wiggle my way around everything. It was, it was fucking nuts, dude. But yeah, it's, it's, I, you know, Bro, it's the outside dining was the biggest manipulation ever. It was a fucking abortion. Basically, bro. you know, <laughs> yeah, but it's all right. We got it. You couldn't eat out inside. You have to eat outside and whatever. It was the COVID thing, this, this, and that. But these motherfuckers milked it for free rent, basically. All these companies, I mean, all these restaurants got free, free square footage, basically. You know, you got 100%. an extra, you got an extra fucking hundred. 100 seats a day out of this type of shit. You got people sitting and it's all free and this and that. But yeah. they would all of a sudden, it wasn't just a wood shanty. It was a fucking, they're out here uh, spackling and uh, plants yeah. and this and that. And a, a street, you know, you would come around the turn and all of a sudden it, you can't make that turn anymore because there's 17 outdoor dinings. Yeah, well, um, uh, I guess I could say it now and I don't care. But, you know, there's been a few of them that have had some tracks run through them and I didn't give two shits. I fucking took out those things. That shit was bullshit. That was fucking bullshit. There was no parking. You got cars all over the place now because, you know... Johnny's taco shop needed a hundred extra seats. And even though, you know, COVID's been over for two years now and we still got our outdoor dining. Yeah. Well, you know, 
this uh, PC 290 just uh, introduced and is sitting there. Can it have a fucking, it can it have a, some birria fucking tacos over here, bro? <laughs> I see. Well, a, that's like the thing about Philly, Street. dude, is like. Fuck Philly. Uh, we were on Canal Street. We were working. <laughs> and um, this guy was making a left with one of the, the theatrical teamsters with the movie sets. So he had like a 550 rack truck with this gooseneck set up. And he goes to make a left and he fucking like those trailers, the axles are set like over the middle of the trailer. So he had like a crazy overswing on this thing. Yo, he wiped, he wiped out an outdoor dining and this guy like threw himself out of the fucking table because he thought the thing was going to collapse on him. So the guy's like screaming at him. He's like, you fucking asshole. And the movie guy's like, go fuck yourself. Yo, it's so funny, dude. I was laughing. I'll never forget oh, that. Oh, he fucking... He's... That's, that's the thing. We go back to, you know, politics and all those other things with this fucking, you know, outdoor dining. You got bike lanes everywhere. You can't get anything done. But then the same people will be complaining that you're trying to get through at 4 a.m. When would you like me to do it? Oh, during the day. Oh, during the day? This would be 10 times fucking worse right now. Well, yes. Yeah, you know? That was one thing I remember with the outdoor dining. I had just gotten my CDL around the time the outdoor dining was like at its peak. And I'll never forget, I was making a left and I had this old man in a backhoe. Thank God he was there, but they had the road shut down. So I had to make this left. And he was like, yo, kid, just slide your axles up. I'm like, I can't. It's not a, it's not a land all. It's a dovetail. So he hooked a chain up to me and pulled my trailer straight into the road. Like after I made the turn. And like, dude, Philly is like, uh, if you are on a one way, no matter where you're at in the city, for the most part, you can keep going straight and you'll eventually end up at a, at a, at a four lane intersection. Like you'll end up down at, you know, the Boulevard, you'll end up at Broad Street. Like, whereas like in New York for me, I, I, I noticed it's like that too. I think that's why I enjoy driving there. Then you, you must be going to the, the good spots because you could be driving down a two lane road and all of a sudden you get there and it's a one way, the opposite way. Well, yeah, you got that here too. But like, I know for like, I'll go up a one way if I have to, dude, I've had to call cops and be like, look, like I have no choice but to go up this one way and they they'll they'll escort me up. But we don't do that shit at the man. end of we the just day, dude, do like, it, bro. We don't do that shit. We just fucking yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, dude. There's, there's no I, fucking... Hold well, on. You gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Let me make a phone call. That's what yeah, scope lights are for, right? Yeah, is this, uh, is this the Bucks County Sheriff's Office? Yeah, this is... Uh, I'm in the, uh, the purple light truck. <laughs> I gotta go down one way. Yo, I'll be... Yo, fuck that. You gotta I mean, go. You gotta go, bro. You, one. you do that yo, in New York, listen, they're gonna be like, shut the fuck up and do it already. Yeah, dude, I had a guy... I'll once. never forget. I called Mike one day. Go ahead. Did you call Mike from your fucking couch? So yeah, I said I called him. I said, "Cuzzy, I'm stuck in New York. What do I do?" He said, "He said as long as you don't hurt nobody, you could basically hit whatever the fuck you want." And I took that shit to heart. Listen, we bro, I, I learned a that a long time ago. Court Street in Manhattan. Ooh. I learned oh, that yeah. a long time ago when I was driving a fucking box truck. I'm yeah. trying to make a turn on Court Street, and I couldn't do it no matter what. The cops yeah. like if he's sitting on the corner, is it gonna hurt your truck if you hit his car? I go, not really, no. He's like, fucking hit it. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, hit it. 
if you can make the turn and just have to rub the car, just hit it. I'm like, oh, are you sure? Yes. I hit it. And he's like, now go, go, go. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. From that day on, I've been fucking, uh, what, what is it? Influenced or whatever. There's a word for it. It just intrusive thoughts always win. If it's going to yeah. give him a little tappy tap, we give him a tappy tap. Because you know what? It, it, it is true. Because you, if you park on a corner, you're not mm-hmm. legally supposed to be there anyway. You're going to get a tap. And that's what the fuck it is. You you know, everything sucks now. You got ring cameras and all this shit everywhere. But it, it, it's New York. These cops will tell you if this fucker's illegally parked, you can tap them. Just like people get off. You can't do this. You can't do that when you drag a car in front of the job site. But you know what? A cop's going to tell you. The, the cop that shows up is going to tell you, you know, it, you know do it. it and it I'll send a fucking tow truck to come get it. it. It pisses me off because people have no fucking consideration. They don't give a fuck, right? Like even at my yard, no, I had a no. I had it's a their life only. I had a problem at my yard with uh, somebody that like lived on the block where my yard was, and it was a woman. And I said to her, I was like, "Listen, I don't really give a fuck if you park here when we're not here." I was like, "But if I got to get out in the middle of the night, I says I got to get out." I says because I'm not gonna fucking lose a fucking job. Because I can't get my equipment out because of you. I said, so just leave me a number. I'll, I'll call you. Like, just something. I said, but you're not supposed to park here anyway. And you know you're not. I said, so I'm just letting you know if I got to go and I got to get you towed, you're going to get fucking towed. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. But there's no consideration. I got people, you know, even by my house, people block my driveway. Dude, I go out there. I'm like, oh, this ain't fucking wherever the fuck you're from. This ain't fucking Middle Village, bro. We don't do that shared driveway shit. Fuck out of here. Right. If I came to your house and parked in front of your driveway, what are you going to do? I'm going to probably get the J. You're going to sit there the and wait for the cop all day. And not me. You're going to you're going to call your boss and sorry, I'm, I can't come in today. There's a guy <laughs> parked in front of my driveway and this and that. And so it's like it's not like and, and not a lot me. of these guys, too, that just park in front of job sites. They think, oh, I have till 7 a.m. I got to move. If I move it by 7 a.m., it's, it's not like that, dude. It's. Not me, You're illegally parked. I'm from fucking Brooklyn. I'll get out of the car, slap you in your fucking jaw. <laughs> listen. Listen, my guy. Ah, you, your shit's going to be fucking missing. There's going to be on a fucking container to Guatemala by fucking by 3 a.m., all right? I don't know what to tell you. You're going to be tracking your GPS, and that's going to be fucking sitting in the middle of the fucking um, it's gonna be Mar- the Arizona Canal. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah. it's it, it, uh, fucking people just... It's the same thing as driving, bro. Some people are just fucking in their own world. My God, these fucking people just suck. And especially in New York, the fucking worst thing in the world that ever came out was this Uber and Lyft shit. It just gave anybody who thinks they could fucking drive the ability to go out and fuck traffic up, man. Yeah. These guys come from other countries and shit, and they're sitting there. And it's like back in their country, they were a taxi driver. They probably were good, but they come here and you're sitting in the middle lane doing fucking 10 miles under what everybody else is doing, hitting your brakes every three seconds, hitting your brake every three seconds. Yeah. And you're trying to look at your screen where you got to go and this and that because you don't have a fucking clue. And then I go to go around you and all of a sudden you speed up and you don't want to be next to a truck. That's out of control. People, you should be. Oh my god, that's why. Wasn't that movie? 
was it um, the movie where you're allowed to kill people for 12 hours or something? Oh, shit? The Purge. The, purge? Yeah, the purge. purge. I think The Purge should be a real thing. Oh, yeah. The Purge. But, they should make a traffic version of The Purge. Traffic version. You should be allowed to run people off the road. I agree. But, listen, that's our time. We got to wrap it. But I do want to say this. We got Frank Rizzo merch coming. I said it in the last episode and I got cut short. You're a lush and I want to fight you, you crumb bum. So, so we got some T-shirts that are going to be dropping soon. Frank Rizzo merch. Frank Rizzo merch coming soon, cuz. Right so, off the couch. Say, right it's coming soon. You're a lunch and I want to fight you. Hot off the couch. Hot off the press, cuz. Yeah, it's no, the merch, the merch we're getting going. We're working on that shit. Yeah. Really, we're fucking waiting for fucking six years. We just have hoodies. It's going to be springtime. We're dropping tank tops and t and fucking t shirts. It's spring. We're going for spring for fucking t shirts, you cocksucker. What are we going to drop? <laughs> fucking, it's 30 degrees out. We're going to drop fucking t shirts. Who the fuck cares about the t shirt when they got to fucking wear a sweatshirt? They're going to wear a t shirt and fucking rock solid nipples. They're going to have Trucker Supply argument. Co. with a fucking nipple pointing straight through it? Relax, you fuck. <sighs> Sit on your couch and zin out. Because I've been zinned out, because I can fucking... Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you we fucking know. go spackle your fucking wall? I can see the fucking nail holes from the last three tenants. That's his I hash know, right? Isn't that crazy? I got the landlord special. Landlord <laughs> special. I bet they you there's paint on the fucking <laughs> electrical sockets. Uh, actually, no, this place isn't bad with the electrical socket. It's not, it's not a bad spot. They got a little studio. I'm just chilling, man. <laughs> All right, Luke. Mike, where'd you go? God damn it. Yeah, right. the fucking battery thing. Give me the All fucking right, charger. I got to go to Apple. I got to go to Apple. Next Hold month's on. Women's History Month. No. Hey, just to let everybody know, Lukey's over here trying to bust my balls because he's running the fucking show today. Trying to bust my balls. I was three <laughs> minutes before 12. And this my yeah. oh, he graced us with his yeah. presence. This motherfucker. We're lucky if we could get him to wipe his face from his fucking egg sandwich he was just fucking consuming. Because I don't like egg Taylor sandwich. Taylor Ham wrapper on the fucking couch. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh my well, god. All right. He's and like the guy is... that always shows up late to work and then fucking shows up early one day and is giving everybody the fucking hard time. God damn it. That Peace. is gonna do it for I'm us this here. week. Clip it. Clip it. Thank you for listening. Follow us on this Instagram. Is a good episode. And we will see you all next week for episode. Follow us on Instagram and get much to do the fucking reels, okay? Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 It's <laughs>